Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the I Love Me podcast, where we talk about self-love, positivity, and how to be whoever the hell you want to be. My name is Thurn. I'm so happy to be here with you all today, and I'm joined by a very special guest. Special guest. Yeah. I'm honored. I'm Emma. <laughs> so, Emma, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm also a Mount A student. I'm a friend of Thor's. And uh, <laughs> I'm a fine arts student going into my third year at Mount A. <laughs> so we're switching things up. And my first question I would ask is, what is the best piece of advice you have received in your life? In my life? Well, it's not really a piece of advice, but it's something that helped me change my perspective on things. Um, there's this video on YouTube uh, about the artist David Hockney and he says something like or he's reacting to um, things that Van Gogh has said and uh, in his video and he says something like about the nature and how Van Gogh has always seen nature for what it is yeah and while the video is playing there's like this this image of his painting and you can see like all the colorful brush strokes and everything and that just made me think of like oh my gosh the world is like so colorful and there's so many things to see yeah and that just changed my perspective on how to see the outside oh wow that that just like completely i need to see this video so i can like have my perspective changed and made anew so now that you talked about the piece of advice or the video that changed your perspective let's take it back a little bit what negative experiences have you been through within your life when i was younger um my mom and i were like literally just a pair yeah all the time um she would take me traveling with her. She'd like bring me everywhere on her shoulders. And um, she took me all the way to Hong Kong when I was just a baby. And uh, so I was born in Toronto. Yeah. But she had a job. Um, she, she had gotten a job in Hong Kong and had brought me during the SARS. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it was crazy. And I was like sick every single day. Not because of SARS, but I think it was either related to like the pollution there or something. Yeah. But we had this like really close bond because we've experienced so much together. And um and my first language was Cantonese and I couldn't even speak like anything else. So <laughs> she couldn't really understand me. But <laughs> it didn't really matter. And then um, because both of my parents are from Trinidad and Tobago, she brought me there. Yeah. And I developed a close relationship with the woman in my family. So my, my grandmother and her. Um, and we came back to Toronto and I went to school. And then all of a sudden, like my mom started seeing someone and i didn't know about it because my mom had like long hours at work yeah um she's she was a teacher at a private school french and spanish teacher and um i would always 
be at my cousin's place, my aunt's place, and I'd go to the same school as them. So sometimes, like, I wouldn't even be home. Yeah. Um, on some days, because my mom was working, and she introduced me. I don't remember how it happened, but she introduced me to a man that she was interested in and he started living with us and I was just like I didn't know how to feel because it was just me and her for the longest time and I was around maybe eight years old when they got married and I just remember I was so angry yeah (laughs) so angry I just felt like either it was an invasion of space or um because I knew it would change things even at that young age. And um, at the wedding, I cried the entire, during the entire ceremony. And um, I think people just thought that I was either tired or something. But um, like I knew what was going on even as a kid. I wouldn't even touch the wedding cake. And kids love cake. Yeah. (laughs) So um, that was a big thing for me. And I had to live on with that for like up until now because they're still like they're still married and um now they have like I have two younger brothers and growing up with that I think I've just felt distance from Mm. him and it's not necessarily I feel like a lot of people go through that if they have step parents especially and um when I was little, I there were some things I was allowed to do and some things I wasn't allow, allowed to do. I grew up in a very like protective household or yeah. sheltered family. And I guess my stepdad might have thought because he was in this position replacing my dad. My dad is still alive and well he just doesn't he lives in trinidad but i don't see him very often and um because my stepdad was put in that position i guess he maybe thought that he had say over what i did yeah and for example um when i when i went to my cousin's house and like we'd watch spongebob all the time or like do do things that kids do right yeah he'd criticize me and be like oh like that's such a stupid show why would you watch that you shouldn't be watching this at your age or whatever like and it really made me feel like okay like i'm not a normal kid right so that was really something and it kind of grew on my cousins as well and they didn't have a very good relationship either between my stepdad and and them. Um, but once my brothers came along, it was like, okay, all the attention was focused on them. And um, like, it's not that I'm jealous or anything. I mean, like, they are his kids. So obviously it would be different. But um, they got like everything I had. And even more. Yeah. And I remember when my little brother, um, the older one of the little <laughs> of both of them, yeah. 
Um, he was watching SpongeBob, and obviously my stepdad didn't do anything about it. And yeah, that that was just like a realization for me. Like, okay, so what what do I do now that like I I I didn't I wanted to be polite, so I didn't say anything, and I never spoke up about it. And I'm now I'm thinking maybe I should have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so sorry that like oh, hearing God. this really makes me want to cry. Like <laughs> honestly, like I'm sorry that you have to like go through that whole experience. Like that's not something like I would want anyone to experience, mm-hmm. especially like within their home and like distance from like their parents. Oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> oh it. Oh my God. <laughs> but um, I know you saw. I know you said that you felt angry and like when you went through these experiences like what other emotions did you go through like what thoughts and feelings went through your mind oh my gosh almost everything like i i felt frustrated i've tried to well not run away from home but there were just some days where i'd be like i couldn't stay in the house yeah and i i've tried to i still avoid my stepdad sometimes it's not not because like I have any hate towards him or anything but it's just it's it's like a impulse feeling I guess um and yeah I I I was like really closed off for a long time as well that's one other big thing honestly like i can completely relate to what you're saying because i remember this time my mom had a boyfriend and i i I always like hated him in a sense like because like i felt like he would come between me and my mom because like me and my mom were so close and we're always we were always close and like introducing someone new who could like change the dynamic of the relationship i was like 16 at the time and i was like yeah i don't like him and what about it and what about it and like my mom would like always let him pick me up from school i wouldn't even say good morning i wouldn't even say good afternoon like i was just like so closed off and so finished but thank god they broke up i did the exact same thing (laughs) literally i was like hi there was one time like um uh i went to like fill up like the ice like in the freezer like the ice tray and like i was using like the water in the fridge and then so he was like why are you using the water in the fridge like that's not the good thing to do use the water from the bottle and i was like what's the difference like what what is the difference so then i continued filling it up and then he grabbed it from me and then so i took it back and i poured the water on him and i was like if you ever grab anything out of my hands again it's gonna be over for you i want you to know that That so and then after that like of course my mom like stepped in and like mediated the situation but like i was just like I'm not dealing with this. Mm-hmm. So did, I know. Huh? Oh, sorry. To you can cut go. You off, but did you ever like talk to your mom about those things? Of course. Yeah. yeah all the time. Yeah. Like my mom, like she was like upstairs and like I was downstairs. Okay. So like yeah. she would know and she would, she knew I didn't like him as much. Like I was right. not here for like that relationship. She knew. Yeah. So. I talked to my mom as well, but um, sometimes I, I just like, I didn't want her to get hurt. And that was. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Because I didn't want to take away from her mm-hmm. own happiness. So exactly. I was just like, well, one day, like, I'm not going to be here. And you're going to need someone to be happy with. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I know you mentioned how you said, like, you were closed off and you were angry. Mm-hmm. How did you, like, climb your stairs to, like, become, to come out of those emotions and that mindset of, like, 
I'm not going to open myself up to this person. Right. And honestly, sometimes I feel like I never did. Yeah. And I, yeah, I totally, I, I never did. Um, I, and I'm like a non-confrontational person. So things like that, I tend to avoid because I don't like conflict. Um, but I guess it's kind of a bad habit if I keep pushing things away. Um, yeah, maybe an example would help. Like, I think during COVID, when the school was closed, I stayed back in residence for like maybe a month because everyone left early. But Ontario, Toronto especially, had way more cases than here did. Yeah. And um, so when I finally flew back home and my stepdad came to pick me up, like my mom was home and all that, I just felt like, hmm, I don't know how to explain what the feeling was. Yeah. I was um, just like, what do I do? Yeah, I, I felt so isolated and so like, I don't know if it was discrimination exactly, but my my stepdad picked me up from the airport and he was like okay you sit in the back seat keep your mask on i'll keep my mask on we went home and like we had a little conversation like small talk as usual like how how has it been at university or whatever and then we got home and um my mom sometimes has these like nuts and jars and she'll she'll like She'll, like, snack on them from time to time. And I I only eat them when my mom eats them. Yeah. So I, like, grabbed the jar and had a few. And he and then he, like, walked by in the kitchen and he was like, oh, well, you know, we're going to have to sanitize that after you touched it. And I was, <laughs> I was like, heated. I, yeah. I couldn't take it. And... Every time that a situation like that happens, I tell my, myself, okay, next time I'll say it to his face, say it straight. But I never do because just like we mentioned before, like I never want th things to get complicated for my mom. And I always think about other people it could affect. So I kind of just take it and accept it yeah and think about like how other people could get hurt in the situation but also because i've gotten older and i've seen these things happen and the difference between how my brothers are treated and how i am treated i've been able to gain like my own independence from it yeah and i think especially not staying at home for school is was like the best option for me because I was able to like branch out and like meet people meet other people and not be at home all the time and like be in their space where it was obvious that I didn't want to be at home so that helped a lot oh my god hearing you like speak about these things just like hits home for me and like hearing what you like experienced, what you thought and like how you climbed your stairs to get out of this like mental headspace. Honestly, I completely agree because that situation gave me like a sense of independence. I think I wouldn't have had if I wasn't in that situation mm -hmm. because it like made me, 
I, like it made me more forgiving towards people in a sense because like i i felt like after that whole relationship was over i helped i held some sort of like animosity towards my mom because i was like why would you put me through this or like right. why why did you put me in this situation right why didn't you put me before your own happiness but then i had to realize that like what i was thinking was selfish because yeah. I want you to be more happy than me. Yeah, because I'm sure you feel felt like like your mom didn't really do anything for you. Yeah. Like, even though she, you told her all those things and she didn't really, like, maybe talk to, your, uh, to her boyfriend about it or anything like that or didn't do anything to improve the situation. And I completely understand that. But, um, yeah, it's it's definitely, like... Sometimes when you think about it, it's like, oh, am I the one being selfish? Or, yeah. 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 Oh my God. The, uh, <laughs> like, this topic is just, like, something that, like, hits, hits home hard, for me. Yeah. So, as we talked about, like, how you climbed your stairs. So, let's talk about, like, you climbed your stairs now. What are five rapid fire? What are five things that make you happy? Oh, my gosh. Um, whenever, I mean, I'm a fine arts student. And I guess seeing things and putting it out on paper or like through things that I can make is what I do. <laughs> so that's something I really love, art, making art. And, um, and I really like being physically active. Um, one thing I'm allergic to, I'm allergic to the gym. <laughs> I lost gym. you now. I I'm allergic to gone. the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, f- physical activity is really good for me just to like get myself out of a headspace where I feel stressful or under right. pressure. Um, so I do a lot of tennis, uh, swimming on my own time, just like, and I, I do it by myself. So I just need to be by myself to de-stress. Yeah. And uh, I like to cook a lot. I like to make things. Yeah, that... I saw. I always watch your Instagram <laughs> stories. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I like to eat things that taste good, that make me feel good. And doing my makeup too sometimes. It helps just to make you feel good. Yeah. Think little As you things. should. Yeah. yeah. I, was that five? No, that's four. <laughs> that was four. I can't count. <laughs> yeah, I am not a math student, guys. Um, one more thing. Hmm. I think going out with friends or like hang- hanging around people that I love. Yeah. To spend time with. Yeah. My dog as well. Oh. So, yeah. I'm scared of dogs, but we shan't get into that. <laughs> so, as we talk about, like, your happiness, what does your happiness mean to you? Um, what does being happy mean to Emma? Hmm. It means almost everything, I guess. Like, I... Through university, I think I've learned... Or I've gotten to the point where I felt genuinely happy with myself and happy in the place that I've been and happy with the people I've met even though I've like probably lost a couple friends on the way we're we're not going to talk about that today but 
<laughs> don't worry people are in your life for a season exactly. and a reason exactly exactly i like that that uh mindset um yeah so well to answer your question um i think happiness is definitely a process and you don't just it doesn't just appear in your life it appears through the things that you've gone through and yeah. things that like make you feel that emotion right so yeah it, it does it does mean everything to me because it always it always helps me learn about something about myself and yeah that's that's what it is oh so speaking of yourself right as we like divulge into like self-love and like positivity with loving who you are what does like self-love mean to you some people think like self-love and like happiness are the same thing but i feel like without hap without self-love you can't have happiness and without happiness you can't love yourself at the end of the day yeah exactly exactly um well i've definitely had to go <laughs> through a lot of things before i could love myself as well i'm sure yeah. you have as well um hmm it's a lot to think about yeah literally just before this like i was telling emma like we were like looking at like our angles for like the camera and i was just like i am not looking cute today so i'm gonna sit like this for the whole time and i was like love yourself and i'm like yeah girl only on tuesdays only on tuesdays <laughs> <laughs> It's Fridays for me. Mm. Actually, nah. It's every day of the week. Period, as it should every be. Day. Just like birthday weeks, you know? When you have your birthday, it has to be the entire yeah. week. It can't just be one day. Exactly. I tell everyone that <laughs> all the time. I'm like, I have a birthday month. Okay? When Virgo season starts and ends, that's my birthday month. Okay? <laughs> so whenever Virgo season starts, prepare for the actionist that is Story exactly. on his birthday. You better treat me well. Exactly. Period. As you should. Because <laughs> I am the king and I deserve to be treated like one. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Uh, back to your question, though. Self-love. Self-love is really not comparing yourself to others. I think that it can get dangerous if you keep looking at other people's lives and idealizing it and wanting to, to become someone who you're not. You really have to look at yourself and, and try to accept everything about yourself to really be successful in that journey of self-love i think yeah and um i got there I exactly got there. as you should and i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure um a lot of people who hopefully will be listening to this podcast relate and um find their self-love eventually yeah like it's not like an easy process because exactly. like it doesn't happen overnight it's like a gradual thing that mm -hmm. you have to learn to accept so speaking of self-love what are five things that you love about yourself five things hmm i mean who this is hard to say because i don't want to sound like oh 
this is a time to hype yourself up here. <laughs> okay. People think it's so like vain to be like, I love my skin. I love my body. I love who I am. And that's on period. But like, mm-mm. it's hyping myself up Got because it. I deserve to be hyped up. Got it. Um, yeah, I love being like a unique person and being able to express myself yeah. artistically. And I know not everyone is fortunate uh, fortunate enough to do that. And I'm I'm really happy that I'm able to do that. So that is one thing. And I also love the mix of cultures I come from. Yeah. Um I'm my background is Chinese and Chinese Trinidadian actually and I have like maybe some Hispanic heritage on my mom's side and some Guyanese heritage maybe Ooh. on my dad's side. So it's really like it's a mix of things, and I think I, I attended, like, a, um, it was this meeting, um, one that was offered by the Mount A International Center. I forgot what it was called, but it was, its goal was to talk about culture, and, um, I think someone on on the meeting said that it's, I talked to them face to face and they said that um, it's very enriching to understand where you come from and to be able to share that with other people. Um, So that's something that really (laughs) opened up my eyes a little. That was the second thing. Third thing. um, Hmm. I guess I do like my skin very much. Coming from like a Chinese background and mostly looking Chinese, I guess. I think there's things in that culture which they think they have certain beauty standards and stuff. So being fair skinned is one. And I guess I've never really felt like I fit in into that culture, into one specific culture. I always like bounce around. Um, so I, I guess I'm proud to look different. I'm very proud. Uh, two more things. Period. Yeah. (laughs) Two more things. Hmm. What else do I love about myself? I love that I'm able to create such deep bonds with people that I meet. Like, even if it's just like an acquaintance sometimes like I don't have like friends that I talk to every day but if I meet someone like you it's not like we have a friendship but every time that I talk to someone it's like we don't have to restart as friends yeah it's we pick up from where we left off and that's something I really like about myself that I can do, I guess. I'm such a bad conversation starter, but um, that's one of the perks of being me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's not necessarily something I noticed about myself. My last, last thing 
is that people think I'm funny, but I don't realize that I'm funny. You're so funny. <laughs> You're so funny. I'm like clueless when it comes to <laughs> to comedy, but people just like look at me and they're they're like, huh? Like what? <laughs> what did you just say? What did you just do? And they'll laugh and I'll have like no idea what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah i love that you're such a comedian like it's always a good time to be around you especially like when Aww. we go out to like parties or like i show up to your job and just like cause havoc and chaos <laughs> with someone in particular but uh, we won't mention the other person because like they're irrelevant at this moment and point in time <laughs> so as we like begin to like close out this podcast we know that everyone's not happy all the time and we know there are times when like we feel sad or like we just have like a really bad day so in those moments what do you find yourself doing to like give yourself a little pick me up to bring yourself back to the emma that we all know and love not saying that we don't love the moments where you're sad but like you know the happy (laughs) emma you prefer the happy emma i I prefer the ups the downs oh yeah anything yeah um what would I do? I, I really like to talk it out with people to get their perspective because sometimes if I think about it too much by myself, I'll stress myself out. But it's also something I do. It's something that like maybe I'll, I'll keep it in for a certain amount of time and think about it myself. And then like I won't tell people right away because it might not fit that situation. But I do like to think about how I can change the way I'm feeling how can I can improve the situation and what I can do for myself to bring myself out of that negative energy yeah Yeah. oh my god I love that (laughs) thank you I love that so much because we are such complete opposites if like I like I posted this thing on like my like Instagram or like WhatsApp status and I was like I am so good at hiding my own emotions you will never know that I'm broken on the inside because I always have a smile on my face mm-hmm. yeah so like that's something I have to work on like conveying and communicating right. my emotions right yeah so as you like close down this podcast and you dropped some really great messages some really great stories and like this is honestly i can say one of my favorite podcasts because like this episode like i wanted to cry but like i got like a little lift me like a little pick me up with like your self-love stories oh this is just this episode is like one for the books but if you could offer any piece of advice to someone who was in your situation what is one thing you would say to them I think looking back to what I've experienced, I think it's really important not to be scared to speak up. Yeah. Because even now I I still am sometimes. But if you don't say what's on your mind, then it will never come through to the other person. And that's really important for people to know. And especially like how you and that other person stand on your relationship um yeah that's that's my piece of of advice and i hope anyone listening to this is able to apply that some at some point in their lives and even if you're hesitating about it i'd say take your time but really think about it and try your best to speak up i am speechless like i don't even know what else to say (laughs) 
So I want to thank you all for joining me on another episode of the I Love Me podcast, where Emma came and shared her stories, dropped messages, and gave insightful wisdom on how she loves herself at the end of the day. If you want to listen to an all-new episode of the I Love Me podcast, come back next week, Saturday, for an all-new episode with an all-new guest filled with insightful wisdom and insightful messages. My name is Thor. And I'm Emma. And we are out. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you.